Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Wiser Financial Advisor Show with Josh Nelson, where we get real, we get honest, and we get clear about the financial world and your money. This is Josh Nelson, founder and CEO of Keystone Financial Services. Let the financial fun begin. Today, we're going to talk about a question that I've gotten many, many times over the years from clients, and that is, how often should I log in and look at my stuff? How often should I look at my 401k balance or my investment balance? And I can tell you, there's no magic formula. There's no magic frequency that will get you better returns or worse returns. But it is interesting that there were a couple of studies that came out recently mentioned in the Wall Street Journal. Uh, two landmark studies by Shlomo Bernazzi and Richard Thaler found that people that looked at their 401ks more often got significantly lower returns over time. And I think why, and this is just my own experience, is that the more often that people look at their stuff, the more anxious they get and the more greedy that they get in good markets like the one that we're in right now, and the more likely they are to do something stupid. Now, of course, nobody means to do something stupid, but when you get your emotions involved with the market and investing, that's not a good idea. Almost always your emotions will tell you to do the exact opposite of what you should be doing. And of course, we always have learned that over the years that we should be buying low and selling high. The reality is our emotions will tell us to do exactly the opposite. And if we're in a bear market, we can see that we're losing money, quote unquote, losing money, because of course, if you haven't sold, you haven't lost anything. It's just on paper. It's just electronic numbers that you're seeing. And it may be that you have very long term time horizons and don't need that money for quite some time. So it's important to think about that. There's a lot of psychology that comes into investing. And that's why most investors do so poorly, to be frank. I've seen this over the years with individuals that just make some bonehead decisions because they get their emotions involved. They get scared and so they want to sell out of all their good investments or go to something much more conservative after the market's dropped or the exact opposite when the market's great and everything's going sky high, they want to pile on the risk. It's important to be a disciplined investor and that is a great advantage of having a fiduciary, having a registered investment advisor, certified financial planner, somebody who is in your corner, has a lot of experience and they are not going to be as emotional as you. I shouldn't say they shouldn't be. They won't be emotional at all because, of course, that's just part of being human. But if it's not your money, you're much less likely to be emotional about it. So there is a concept that I wanted to share with you called a loss aversion, and that can lead to impulsive decision making. Again, that means that we've seen our account balances drop, and in our minds we start to think, "Gosh, what if I lose even more money? What if the market keeps going down? What if the market goes to zero? These things start to pop into people's minds. And the more often that they check their balances as the market's falling, the more likely it is that they're going to do something about it. So be careful about that and think about that the next time you're going to log into your account and think about why are you doing that? Is it a normal part of what you do? Is it just a normal periodic thing you do, say once a quarter to check up on your stuff, maybe look at your balance sheet, or is it in reaction to something that you heard in the news or because you heard the market went way up or way down? Either way, it could result in... And some poor 
poor decision making because you might pile on more risk in a good market or take risk off the table in a bad market. It's not to say that you shouldn't be mindful of your risk tolerance. But what I found over the years is that most people's risk tolerance doesn't change a whole lot. Uh, it's embedded in our values. It's embedded in the things that we've learned over the years and our experiences. And my experience uh, with folks is that once they kind of choose their risk tolerance or choose their risk number, we use with everybody, everybody has a number and that people don't dramatically change that over time. So think about it for the long run. Most of us have a long time horizon. And by that, I mean that if you have, let's say this is for retirement, you're investing for retirement and you're not retiring for another 20 years or 30 years even, maybe it's even 10 years. Think about that. That's a lot of time for the market to gyrate up and down. There's likely to be several presidencies and congresses and terrible things and great things that will happen during that period of time. But although the market's not guaranteed by any means, uh, if we look over the last 100 years or so, and I believe only one time during the Great Depression where the market actually went down over a 10-year period of time. So uh, keep in mind that uh, stocks are a long-term investment. They're something that you want to stay very diversified and hold on to for very long periods of time to experience the results that 100 years of history has given us. You might remember a man by the name of Ron Popeil. You probably remember that name from some infomercials. Uh, his most famous product, I believe, was the rotisserie grill. Do you remember what he used to say on the infomercial over and over and over? He said, set it and forget it, as he was showing us how to use the rotisserie chicken grill and how easy it was to use. I don't know about you, but I heard that so many times over the years that I will never forget that about Ron Popeil. When it comes to set it and forget it about your investments, that really is one thing that we want to keep in mind is that once we set that risk tolerance and set a strategy, and of course have a, a strategy for rebalancing and monitoring, and of course if you hire somebody like us to monitor and manage your investments, we're going to be doing that for you. So most of our clients report that to us. They don't really look at their stuff all that often. They don't log in and look at their accounts all the time. They don't want to go in and do stuff because they know that we're managing it for them. They're paying us, of course, but we're managing that for them. We're professionals and we have a lot of experience that tells us what to do in various markets. We also tap into a lot of other resources because uh, we believe uh, many minds uh, in the financial world are a good thing. We want to be learning from other people, not just our own experience. So we do use our resources at a variety of companies, including Fidelity, Charles Schwab, Morningstar, BlackRock, and others. And I uh, certainly use that to set our asset allocations and help to manage uh, your portfolio, the things that you actually own in your account. But that set it and forget it approach when it comes to investing. One thing to keep in mind is we don't believe that you should just buy and forget your investments. And we see that happen too. Sometimes people buy stuff, they buy investments on their own or maybe through somebody else. And then they just don't look at it forever, like for years or decades even. And sometimes that works. Sometimes you just get lucky, but sometimes there are reasons along the way, if nothing else, just rebalancing to make sure that uh, risk isn't gained out of hand, either up or down, and to make sure that something hasn't changed with why that investment was bought or owned to begin with. So the set it and forget it approach, uh, we believe is a good thing from a strategy 
strategy standpoint, because for the most part, what we're doing is making long-term investments. We're monitoring, we're rebalancing, but we're not making whipsaw changes in people's portfolios. So think of it like steering a cruise ship. Uh, a cruise ship does not turn on a dime, especially the really big ones. We went on a cruise here a few months ago, and uh, that thing takes a while to turn around. We saw them do that in a couple of ports. But the speedboat jump all over the place, right? And they're fun and they can choose, uh, they can shift very quickly if they're pulling tubes and so forth behind them. Completely different vehicle for a different purpose. Steering a, a ship, that's like your portfolio, your long term money, your long term investing is really more like steering a ship. And so we don't want to make rash moves and do crazy stuff that normally does not do you any good unless you just get really, really lucky. And I've never met anybody who gets really, really lucky over and over and over throughout their entire investing career. So keep that in mind. The set it and forget it approach can be very effective. So in conclusion, there is no magic formula, but I would recommend that you don't log in and look at your stuff more than once per quarter, unless there's a specific reason. If you need to go look at your account activity uh, to make sure that a deposit was made or something like that, we have many clients that only look at their stuff a couple of times a year, and that's when we're doing their review. We're actually going over their stuff, and they say, you know what? I just don't look at the stuff in between because I know we're going to go over it. I know you guys are watching it. I know you guys are managing it, so it's not something that I'm having to log in and look at all the time. Think about that next time that you're thinking about checking your investments and logging in, especially if you find yourself doing it a lot. Think about why. What benefit is there in doing that, and is it likely that the more often you check your account, the more anxious you're going to get? I think probably yes. De-stress yourself just by not looking. Don't peek. <laughs> it, it oftentimes doesn't help. It's kind of like planting a tree. You don't dig that thing up and look at the roots all the time. You plant it, you take care of it, and you let it grow over time. Thanks for tuning in. I appreciate your support. Anything that you can do to help us promote the Wiser Financial Advisor is wonderful. I uh, appreciate your business and certainly hope you have a wonderful week. God bless. Take care. We love feedback and we'd love it if you would pass it on to me directly at josh at keystonefinancial.com. Also, please stay plugged in with us, get updates on episodes and help us promote the podcast. And also subscribing to us at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast service. This episode has been prepared for informational purposes only and is not intended to provide or should not be relied upon for tax, legal, or accounting advice. You should consult your own tax, legal, or accounting advisors. Investment advisory services offered through Keystone Financial Services, an SEC registered investment advisor.